Welcome, guys. This is Patrick Imperato with Extend Travel. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about some pre-trip planning for flights uh, and a little bit of a story that I had uh, about some of the frustrations and some of the tips uh, that I've used in the past uh, when you were booking flights. Um, so ideally, the flight can be booked a little bit in advance. Uh, there's you know different numbers that are out there uh, that basically say it can be anywhere from two and a half months. Um, sometimes you can get super, super early deals like six months or even eight months out. Um, Be careful if you go too far in advance. Some of the airlines will actually restrict you uh, and how far in advance you can actually purchase or reserve uh, and realize too that they don't really know what maybe what airplane or necessarily what routes. So the further in advance you do it, uh, it will potentially change or has a greater likelihood of changing if you go further in advance. Uh, But sometimes you also have to book a last minute flight. Um, So maybe you you have a work trip that you didn't know. So maybe you're not as cost sensitive. You're going over. You don't really care about the price as much, right? Um, or uh, you just, you know, all of a sudden have a couple extra days. Uh, maybe something happened, unfortunately, in the family or, you know, maybe something happened uh, that you found a really cheap deal and you kind of want to take advantage of it. Uh, realize that there are a lot of last minute deals out there. Uh, it is a kind of a um, market for people to go maybe the day before or the day of uh, and kind of go to the airport or go to uh, on a website, either Google or any of the uh, big airlines and see if they can pull a last minute flight um, for a discount. Because if you think about it, the airline uh, doesn't necessarily want to fly with empty seats. So they'd rather at some point basically give you a extreme discount to put your tush into the seat so they can actually um, fill it. But finding where that line is, is the super difficult and uh, fairly expensive or sp- fairly difficult process to kind of hone in on. And it's one of the things that, you know, I wish I could just tell you guys, hey, it is uh, 14 hours before the flight takes off or, you know, 12.3 minutes before whatever, whatever. Um, But there really is nothing that I've ever seen or no process that is continuously reliable of saying, if you book at this point, this will be the cheapest time, this will be the cheapest flight, um, that type of thing, and you will have a spot on it. So you never really know. Um, It's just kind of all a margin of error, a little bit of a guess, uh, if uh, if you will. But sometimes um, you want to book kind of that last minute flights, but you don't have that many options. So be aware that if you do the last minute options, some of the um, lower cost carriers uh, may have some flexibility uh, and that there could be a little bit of difficulty actually finding a seat uh, on the same route. So if you minimize the amount of people that you're going to go with, one, two, and I I wouldn't say more than three people um, that you guys are going to be able to get kind of all on the same flight uh, and most likely not all in the same route to get to your destination. I think it's important to mention the flexibility in your travel destination too. Um, so that can kind of be a fun thing to do uh, is to go to an airport or kind of go on a last minute flight to a region uh, of the planet that you know. So maybe you go to Europe or maybe you go to Asia or maybe you know you go wherever. Latin America is great too. And you roughly generally know the, hey, this is the temperature. These are the types of clothes, things like that. This is how long I want to go for. And you can find flights like that that go to different regions that maybe just give you some flexibility. Uh, And I would say if you're interested in that, I would Google uh, kind of that process. There are a couple um, programs or companies out there that will actually let you kind of put some of those filters in, which are kind of neat. Say that, you know, you want to go from this state to this state. You want to, uh, you know, you speak this language and you want to use it or maybe you don't. 
don't, you want to spend this much money, and they'll actually basically book everything for you, and it'll be kind of a surprise. It'll show up in the mail um, or through your email, and you basically don't know until the day of. But they'll give you big picture stuff like you know, pack a winter jacket or pack flip-flops or pack sunscreen or bug spray or whatever it may be. Um, so there are lots of different apps out there that will help you uh, not only do that but also find last-minute fares uh, as well as find kind of you can monitor a fair price. Again, there's no perfect solution. There's no perfect formula that through all my travel experience that I've found that says, hey, this is definitely the time or this is the app that works the best. It can kind of be all over the place. So um, it is kind of a guessing game. It is a little bit of a, a gray area, if you will. But uh, it's definitely uh, can be worth it and can be a lot of fun too. Uh, another technique that I have used in the past that it was extremely, actually, extremely effective um, was booking on different airlines that may have different cultures. Um, so when we were going over to Thailand, uh, we actually ended up flying around the world. So we flew east the whole way, which was kind of fun. Um, Um, But we went over there in miles. Uh, And so we had American and Delta miles, and we basically did each part of the leg or each part of the trip in one or the other. Um, And so, you know, we used American or Delta miles going to Thailand, and we used the other one coming back. And so what we did um, going there was not go through the American-based um, carrier, but we actually went through one of their partners or one of their friend carriers, um, and we found a much better experience and a much cheaper price in miles um, than the American carrier. And so we ended up going on Qatar, and so we went from Qatar from uh, the East Coast over to Doha and then Doha over to Bangkok. Um, but this experience was really, really interesting because because um, there were not that many people on the flight. Uh, there was uh, a large kind of you know double aisle, double row, international style flight. Um, and on the way from the East Coast over to Doha, we were in the back of the airplane, kind of strategically, we planned to do that. Um, but me and my girlfriend uh, were traveling together when we both picked two separate seats um, that were back to back. So uh, in the middle of the row, so in between the two aisles, she was in one of the seats and I was in the other one behind her. And we were fortunate enough that there were so few people on this airplane that both of us got back-to-back middle-of-the-airplane seats together. So we had five seats that we were basically able to lay down in for this flight. I think it was like 12 and a half, maybe 13 hours. And so we would lay down uh, and had a wonderful, like a super comfortable, relaxing experience. Um, we had a great meal. They had some beautiful wine service. We got to choose from a different, a couple different wines. Um, it was a really, really wonderful experience. Uh, and it just happened to be that, um, you know, there wasn't that much interest for people leaving from um, the East Coast uh, part of the States uh, going over to Doha. And so we were able to kind of stretch out and have that room. Um, and so that's just an experience that we had that worked pretty effectively. We ended up coming back uh, on an American carrier and did not have that experience. We were kind of packed in. Luckily, we were able to sit next to each other. So uh, that always makes it a little bit nicer. Um, but going over, uh, flying um, on Qatar Airways, sorry, I think I may have said Qantas earlier, on Qatar Airways, um, it was a great and wonderful experience uh, that I would highly recommend. So if you have any miles, uh, points or anything like that, or even 
and you know you just want to do the cash or credit card option, um, I would say look on some of the different cultured carriers than uh, what you have uh, normally in your home country. So in the states, I would look for um, some of the other carriers uh, that are kind of partnered up um, with some of the American ones, whether it's Delta American. Um, you know, you can get some of those that are abroad or are from other countries that still fly into the United States and back and forth to that country. Uh, and my experience is, again, depending on the route and depending on the airline, uh, that sometimes those can be a significantly better experience for either the same price or even less money. So just something to think about, uh, some travel advice that uh, I had while going over to Thailand um, that I would definitely, absolutely go fly Qatar again. They were an amazing airline and really, really enjoyed uh, the experience. So thanks for tuning in. This is Patrick Imperato with Extend Travel.